Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Robcast. This is episode 338, and it's called That Was 13 Robs Ago. <laughs> of course, you uh, swap your name for mine there, and uh, man, that's when the fun starts. So here's what I want to do in this episode. I, I want to give you this phrase to say to yourself, or to other people, yeah, where, and it's so simple, it's like, it's so dumb, it's awesome and profound, because oftentimes that's how it works, right? It's like comes in the side door, but this has helped, this, this phrase, man, that was 11 robs ago, that was six robs ago, that was 13 robs ago, <laughs> and we'll talk about the number, whether the number is important or not, because it kind of isn't, kind of isn't, but I'm telling you, this this lightens things up. This liberates. There's so much going on in this one phrase. So, and I've watched it do things to people. Yeah. So once again, that's all we're doing here on the Robcast. It's just sharing with you what I've learned. By the way, I started this in January of 2015. I started the Robcast, and here we are. It's whatever month. What month is it? February? March? Yeah. There's snow on the mountain behind us, and. Once again, I just hit record, and I'm so happy to be talking to you about this. Yeah. By the way, I should just offer a disclaimer. If you hear a weird noise in the background, like maybe an air horn, there's <laughs> there's a, what is it, a pack, a club, a squad, a team of coyotes that have moved into our neighborhood. They, they have a den on an empty lot about seven houses from us. And when you walk your dog at night, they just like will walk by you and walk around you like super suspicious looking, like they're kind of eyeing you. And I'm telling you, it's like small dog alert because these coyotes are not messing around. They're light, their eyes are like little light bulbs. So the neighbors, some of them started getting air horns. And when the coyotes are on the move, they blow the air horns. <laughs> And it is a sound that could wake the dead, which is basically just like telling people, hey, heads up, they're, they're in the streets and they're moving. And by the way, a week and a half ago, as long as we're on the Wildlife Channel at the beginning of the episode, uh, this, is, this is turning into the Wildlife Report, isn't it? A, about a week and a half ago, a woman a couple streets over uh, on the East End was walking her dog and over near the olive oil farm and a mountain lion came out of the orchard and grabbed her dog. And this woman and the mountain lion did like tug of war with her dog until she realized the, the mountain lion was simply too strong and it dragged her dog off uh, into, the, into the orchard. I mean, I read that in the, the Ojai Valley News just like devastating. I like couldn't stop thinking about it. Um, and of course it was the dog that everybody loved and everybody wanted their dog to be like this dog. It was like one of those just gut-wrenching, heartbreaking stories. I literally mountain biked over there a couple days later and rode up and down that section of this little narrow street where it happened. Isn't that like just, whoo. Yeah, and then I'm telling my friend Mike, about it. He's a couple blocks over. He's lived here since the 70s. And Mike's like, I know. He's like, I saw a bear recently. I was like, where? On the street. 
I was like, there was a bear in the neighborhood? Yeah, there was a bear walking down the street. (laughs) What the? So yesterday, Zara and I, I'm walking Zara, and we're walking by Heidi's house, like three doors down, and Heidi and her friend are in her front yard, chilling out on the chairs with her two little dogs in the front yard with like this um, wire fence she has. And all of a sudden, I hear her yelling, and a couple minutes earlier, I'd heard the air horn, and this coyote is coming right down the sidewalk in front of her house where her two dogs are in the front yard. And Zara and I are coming from the opposite direction, walking towards her house, and we see the coyote, and here's what it does. It goes right down the sidewalk, past along her fence, with these two little dogs right on the other side of the fence. The coyote just does this like light little jog with its eyes straight ahead the whole time. It doesn't even look at the two dogs. It's just like, it's like a drive-by. Oh, God, that thing. Oh, I mean, that thing, it doesn't even, it's just like, yep, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could cause some serious damage, but I won't this time. <sighs> of course, Zara, you know, skunk on a beach, Zara, she, her pit bull switch flips, and she's basically like, her whole body tenses because she's like ripped, doesn't work out. I mean, this dog is such she's just like 99% lays around on Violet's bed but then there's a 1% like with the skunk where she's like let me at him and you could feel her being like hey Rob Bell let me off this leash and I will take care of this coyote issue she was ready to throw down but you know who knows what that would lead to so anyway this has apparently been the wildlife report in the Bell's new neighborhood and uh uh, consider the official disclaimer. If you hear an air horn, that's what's going down. Um, man, where did that... <laughs> Who saw that coming? Oh, by the way, also, if I feel a little... If I, if I sound a little buzzed, it sound a little like... Whew, um, yesterday and the day before, Monday... This is a Wednesday. Monday and Tuesday, um, we did a two-day event here in Ojai. And people came from all over to the Art Center. And 9 a.m. Monday... Uh, we all sit like in like a tight little group, like a big living room, and then there's two chairs in the middle, me, and then I just say at 9 a.m. the first day, okay, who's first? And then somebody always, every single group, a room full of strangers from all over the place, somebody always is like, I'm, I'll do it. And they sit down in the chair, and then they tell us their name, and like then they just start in on who they are and what they're doing and their question. And usually literally within a minute, maybe two, they've gotten like to the essence of what brought them all these miles to Ojai. And then I start asking the questions about their question and making observations and pointing things out and asking them more questions and then holding up a mirror and showing. And then I'm telling you, it's like, it's like a magic trick and no one knows who's actually doing it. And I love it because you can tell everybody's like, how's this going to work? And three minutes in the whole room, you can tell people like, oh, because people will go to the depths very quickly. People will rip open their hearts and show you who they are. It it takes almost no time. And you can see people start to realize, is this how this works? And then when that person's done, then the next person comes up, and it's like the whole game resets. And it happens every time like this. By lunch, everybody's asking each other if they want to go to lunch because together, because what happens is you you hear somebody talking and you're like, this is an architect from Arizona. This is a climate activist from England. This is a therapist from, this is a, but 
one minute in, you're like, oh, I know that pain. I know that ache. I know that longing. I know that desire. Uh, I know euphoria, ache, loss, grief, sadness, joy, desire. Like, I know that. I know that frustration. And quite quickly, people realize, oh, yeah, there's something. Yeah, we're all under the surface, we're all actually way more alike. It's like anti-polarization training is what happens. Is you get, and then as the two days progress, people get, you get like, you can see people building muscles to where they can spot themselves. They look far enough inside someone else and they see themselves. They look far enough inside themselves and they see everybody else. I'm telling you, it is, yeah, it's like a whole new kind of space. That's how it feels to me. Because the only thing in the room is new creation. Who are you? And uh, what are you up to? What are you hearing? What do you want to do next? And so, uh, yeah, I got, I got a fair bit of buzz going from these people. Because it's always like that. I carry them around after I've met you all. Um, I carry you around with me. So Lori and Kendall and Linda and Tim and Bob and Joe and Amanda and Drew and Buddy and Shannon and Micah and Paige and Jessica and Megan. And I could go on and on with the rest of the names. That's that's who comes to mind instantly, but man, what, man, what a joy. Yeah, because we need new kinds of spaces. Yeah, spaces that haven't been co-opted by anybody, spaces where no one's going to ask you to sign up or whatever. You know what I mean? Spaces where you're there because something's happening and other people are witnessing to it. So, so I'm doing another one in March, then we'll do one in April, then we'll do one in May, then in the first two weeks of weekends of July, I'm going to do two days at Rodale Institute in um, Pennsylvania. So we'll just keep doing it. And uh, I'll be sitting under the trees in Ojai and come and join me. By the way, if you have kids, you've got a kid, late teens, early 20s, whatever, and that kid's like trying to figure out how to play the game, how, to, how the whole thing works, send them to me. Yeah, send them to me. Yeah, they might not even have a question. But just send them to me and have them sit for two days. They don't have to have a question. By the way, if you're really cynical, just come and sit with us for two days. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a spot. Come and just sit for two days. Uh, and what, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, yeah, resistance is futile. You will melt hearing from people, hearing what people, what people are doing in the world, what people are up to. Yeah, because it's it's like the counterpoint to the news. The news says it's the news, but it's not. The news is like shock, outrage, and tragedy as a general level. Once in a while, there's a few educational things. But this is the other news. God, I should call it that. Come, come for the other news. It's what people are actually doing in the world. Or maybe you're uh, later in the game, and you, uh, you have some sense like, maybe it's time for like a whole new thing. Yeah, come and listen to people talk about what they're doing, and you'll realize that age really isn't that big of a deal, and you'll see, yeah, you'll see some stuff, I'm telling you. So I'm still like, whew, what an amazing thing to be a part of. So that's some things we're doing. We got coyotes, we got people sitting under trees, talking about creating a new world, apparently a bear, and there could be an air horn. So those are the disclaimers. <laughs> Oh, my God. If you would have told me, yeah, that I'd be sitting in a freezing, because this garage is not insulated. I'm sitting in a freezing garage at a desk that used to be the door to my daughter's closet in Ojai, 
talking to you about this. Maybe I, I, I probably would have been like, oh, cool. <laughs> I was about to make some dramatic. I would have been like, no way. I probably would have, though, would have been like, yeah, okay. Sounds about right. <laughs> uh, so somebody asked me a question the other day about something that, I don't know, happened 10 years ago or something. And I smiled and said, oh, yeah, that was nine robs ago. And you can tell they did not see that coming. And they laughed so hard, but they also, it's like they got it. And I've said this a, a little bit over time, but lately I found myself saying this more. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was third. Sometimes I changed up the number. Oh, that was 11.2 robs ago. That was eight robs ago. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay, fine. We can talk about what you want to talk about. That's fine. But like, that Kristen calls it a timeline. That that was an old. That's an old timeline. I'm on, a, I'm on a, this timeline. Yeah, you know that feeling when you run into somebody from your past. Maybe you used to be tight with them, but like you get you get together with them, and it's like a little bit like a you know like a sort of whiplash. Like, wait, what? They, the stories they're telling, the ways they're talking, and, and it just doesn't. Yeah, it's an old timeline. It was a good timeline. It's just you're on a different timeline now. Yeah, or uh, have you ever noticed like a garment of clothing, like a sweater or something, a jacket? You put it on, you're like, this is a good jacket, and I'm never going to wear it again. Yes, yeah, old timeline. Yeah, sometimes things have associations. You're not against it. You're not angry. You're not resentful. We'll talk about forgiving yourself in a minute. It's just, yeah, it was an old timeline. Yeah, that's why. It, or have you ever tried to revisit something? Maybe it was half finished, or and you're like, yeah, I really should you know, get back to that. But then you try to get back to it, and it is just like cement boots. You just cannot put one set. It's just like oh, supernaturally heavy and difficult to pick it up and keep going or to try it, you know, keep it. Yeah, yeah, that's an old timeline. You did that then, now is now. now sometimes, sometimes we're fine, but other times perhaps that's what it is. Yeah, try this out. By the way, notice I'm telling you this timeline thing, so sticky. It, this is such a helpful way to think about things. Like, yeah, that's an old timeline. Now we're doing this one. Yeah, so when you say that, oh, yeah, that was nine robs ago. It's really important you say it with a smile, like with affection and tenderness. Yeah, because here's what you're doing. You're owning all the earlier yous. Yeah, yeah. A friend and I were talking recently, and he said something and about his past and i used his name and i said oh yeah that was and i said his name that was three whatever's ago and he's like oh yeah he says i still have some yeah he's like i'm not at peace with all those earlier me's yeah yeah so when you say this when you say oh yeah that was 11 robs ago it's in some ways it's a mantra that you speak to help you own all the earlier yous. You're not denying that you did that, said that, believed that, broke up with them, got with them, spent that, lost that, tried that, spouted off about that, and you're now like so embarrassed, like, oh, <laughs> right? How many of you just anything from college, you're like, oh, you're already flinching? Like, oh, what's, which way is this going to go? Hey, remember that time? You're like, oh, God, you're already bracing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you got to say it with a smile. It's really important how you say it. You got to say it with love and affection and tenderness, but also with an appropriate, in the Vitamix there, an appropriate proportion of fierceness. 
Yeah. Not against that. I love all the earlier Robs, but that was then. So yeah, we can talk about it, but that was then. Now we're here. That was seven, eight, 23 Robs ago. Yeah, because we grow and change and evolve. Um, you know, I mean, if you're listening to this, you know how that you know how that works. And so we aren't who we are. We are who we are, and we aren't who we are. There's a paradox there because there's well, it generally is when you're getting to something that's true. Yeah. By the way, why that number thirteen seven six? I don't know. The number is part of the fun of it. You just pick a number. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah. That was 14 me's ago. <laughs> That's part of it. You got to lighten this stuff up. Otherwise, it gets too heavy. Otherwise, it gets too heavy. Yeah, this is one of the ways we come in the side door. Yeah. Yeah, as you just speak, yeah, speak of yourself in this kind of third person. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was 10 robs ago. Yeah. We own all the earlier us's because we kept going. We kept going. So yeah, we can talk about this if you like, but I'll, I'll be talking about an earlier me. That's fine. Uh, by the way, if you have trouble forgiving yourself, try this and watch watch the forgiving flow begin to kick in. Yeah, if you have earlier yous where you have shame, guilt, um, there's like charge to it. Somebody brings that up that period of your life and you just sort of lock up. Yeah, try yeah, try this and watch. But yeah, oh yeah, that was, yeah, that me. Uh, because that's the thing that happens, right? When we think about earlier use, is, is the question is, what was I thinking? What was I thinking doing that, being with them, making that decision, spouting off about that, believing that, doing, what was I, what was I thinking? Oh, uh, yeah, well, this, that's actually, the answer's in the question, because that is the question we ask, right? What was I thinking? Here's the thing. Um, it wasn't you that it was an earlier you that was thinking. So when you, in this moment, with this I, ask about that I, you're not asking about this present I, you're asking about an earlier I. Do you see it? What was the earlier me thinking? Because you actually know the answer. Think about it. Think about some, go back earlier to some you where you're just like, God, what was I thinking? But sink into it, take a breath and sink into it. And notice how you actually have tremendous clarity on what you were thinking. You were in pain. You were lost. You had just had your heart broken. No one told you or prepared you for that. Um, you were programmed, taught, educated to do it that way. There was a paycheck involved. You had people depending on you. Um, everybody who you knew and trusted as a child said those kinds of things. So of course you mimicked them. Who, who else would you mimic? So notice how that question, what was I thinking? A, you're trying to get in the eye of an earlier eye. It's not this eye. It's what was that eye thinking? And notice the moment you move it to seven years ago, notice how if you actually ask now, what was that you, me thinking? Well, that me had a tremendous lack of imagination. That me thought this was the best I could do. That me was terrified and so was so scared. Yeah. Yeah. I think about earlier me's that just didn't want to be alone. I think about earlier me's that it was existential. I didn't want that feeling of nothingness. I wanted to feel like I was somebody. That's why I did that. Or how about just sheer anxiety? 
Yeah, earlier me's were so anxious. Like, why was I so wound up? And why was I like all over the place? Yeah, because I was so anxious. And I could take you into great detail into why. Yeah, yeah. So notice how we actually have way more clarity about the earlier use. And especially when we frame it like this. Oh, yeah, that was 11 me's ago. <laughs> yeah. Notice how much clarity comes when you talk about yourself as an earlier self. I was living there. I was feeling that. I was going through that. I was recovering from that. I was trying to figure that out. That had just happened. Yeah, so that's the thing about this slightly dumb, fantastically awesome, profound way of talking. That was 10 me's ago. Is it actually can be the door into all sorts of clarity because it helps, it creates distance, but not denial. And that's what's so huge. It creates an element of distance where you can talk about your earlier self with some objectivity, which helps you actually get at what was happening, but without denying that that was you. Like, oh, that never happened. No, this is how you actually own all the earlier yous. So yeah, I did that. I said that. Shocking, embarrassing, so dumb. I was so naive, whatever. I was young and needed the money. Yeah, it helps you just own it all. Yeah, we transcend and include. If we don't include all that came before as we transcend, then we can't transcend and we get stuck. By the way, side note for those keeping track at home, this is why the whole cancel thing collapses in on itself so quickly. There are obviously very real ways of speaking and injustices and things that need to be called out. Of course, duh. But perhaps you have noticed how the cancel thing becomes its own sort of... Uh, God, it becomes its own hairball and it gets tripped up on itself because the people, especially on social media, obviously, but the people who are the most heated and vitriolic about the whole cancel thing, you can see it in a second. Just read, read the energetic imprint. They're generally people who have not made peace with all their earlier selves. Yeah. They're not smiling and saying, oh yeah, that was seven me's ago. They don't know what to do with their earlier selves, who said things and did things and believed things and whatever, acted in ways that, that they, they don't know what to do with their earlier selves. So it finds its way into the shadow, and so then they have to place all of that terror on someone else. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Yeah, it's, it's, it, generally, it's so straightforward. Sometimes it's like, wow, it's amazing that that person doesn't see that. But yeah, that's, so this sort of endemic of, uh, what's the phrase? Oh, God, cancel culture. Yeah, that's a tough one. But yeah, a lot of it is simply people who haven't made peace with all their earlier selves. Yeah, they haven't forgiven themselves. They don't know how to make peace with their own evolution, that they aren't who they are, so then other people don't get to evolve. You tweeted that seven years ago, so that's who you are. Um, it doesn't leave room for people to actually grow and mature and change because the person who's doing all the finger pointing and shouting doesn't know what to do with their earlier selves that said and did all kinds of insane things. Yeah. So you notice this gets cleaned up. And like everything else, you clean this up within yourself, and that's how the collective heals. So this idea when somebody is like, well, um, how do we... Why are people doing all this stuff? Well, why do you do things like that? Clean it up within yourself. That's how the larger collective 
heals. Yeah. So even this whole thing about how divided everybody is. Yeah, or things are so politically polarized, which we've heard, God, a million times. Thank you, CNN. But it's because people are divided within themselves. Yeah. When we're divided within ourselves, and you get a bunch of people together who are divided within themselves, then the whole thing gets really divided really fast. When we slowly, gradually, humbly, sincerely begin to own all the bits and pieces of ourselves, all the earlier us's. That's how the larger whole heals. So if you have energy to point and ask all signs of questions about why the larger thing is the way it is, take that energy and use it for your own healing and integration and watch what happens. I got plenty of work to do. I don't need to be pointing out. I got plenty. I got plenty right here to work with. Yeah, and watch when you do this how it very mysteriously spreads in the world around you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the people who are really changing the whole playing field, yeah, are, are generally fairly quiet about it. Yeah, because you start to see how it actually works. Clean it up within yourself. Yeah, own all of it. Go back through all the earlier use. Yeah, extend yourself, grace, tenderness. I like that word, tenderness. It's a fantastic Blur song. Uh, yeah, extend yourself. Yeah, yeah. When you find yourself, what was I thinking? Slow it down. Get yourself some breath and silence. Take another breath. And notice how you can actually figure out what you were thinking. It doesn't take long. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so try this. Try this with the ones you love. Try this when somebody talks about something from the past. Try this, yeah. Try owning all the all the yous. Try speaking to yourself this way. Yeah, with kindness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that was seven me's ago. That guy, that guy was scared. That guy was anxious. That guy was fearful. That guy just wanted to be somebody. That guy, oh, uh, that guy just wanted to be something in the world. That guy wanted to know if he was good enough. That, that guy, man, I can go back through all these earlier me's. Um, <clears throat> yeah, th that guy just wanted to know if he was a failure or if we might actually be able to do something. I had all, I had all kinds of stuff racing through me, probably like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was 13 robs ago. <laughs> so if I run into you, we're chatting away, and you're like, hey, what about I'll just smile? And I'll look at you, and I'll say, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, I'm happy to talk about that. I'll, I got some stories for you. Yeah, oh, yeah, those days. Yeah, that was nine robs ago. I'll be happy to tell you a story about that, but we're here now. So that's where all the joy is. That's where the action is, right here, right now. So you, my friends, this has been episode three, three, eight. As always, it's such joy to talk to you. Peace and love to you.